Hey, everybody. We're back. This is Soph. This is Rich. And we from across, across the, the pond. pond. Hey, What's Rich. What's going on, Soph? I've had snow. What? I woke up this morning and it was white everywhere. Couldn't even see the road. You know, when you step off the pavement into the road, it was just all white. Sea of you white everywhere. You mean it's winter? It's winter. <laughs> yeah. The snow has come and landed. Did y'all get, you know when I didn't get a chance to ask you a question, did it snow on Christmas for you guys? Nah, it never nah. does. It never does. It never does for us either. It never does. We're dreaming of a white January, not a white Christmas. So what, so basically you're quarantined this week, you've been quarantined and then during the weekend you got snowed in. Exactly. So we can't go anywhere or do anything. Oh. But if it's going to snow, it may as well do it while we're in lockdown because we can't go anywhere anyway. So the only downside is I can't get my son back today. Alfie was meant to come home from his dad's today, but he can't get here because of the snow. So. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? He spent some more quality time doing man stuff. But yeah, I haven't really done anything this week. I haven't really done anything this weekend because I can't. Looked at the snow out the window, took a couple of pictures. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's what's up. My weekend consists of a bunch of projects and then um, the fellas came over late last night and we talked about finances. Ooh, man talk. But you can tell, you can tell we getting old. Because, you know, back in the day, it was like girls and chicks and stuff. Now we're talking about finances and budgets and inflation and stuff like that. So you really, that's the sign of getting old, I think. That's man talk, not boy talk. Yeah, it's the old man talk. Retirement. You said it. 401ks. (laughs) IRAs and stuff like that. Uh, So what you got going on in the news? Nothing different from Friday. Still the vaccine. In fact, somebody did say, I watched a clip the other day, and someone just said it's so annoying that during basically the whole time that Corona's been here, there's been zero other news, even if it's what we what you would normally class as headline news mm-hmm. has just been totally overlooked, and there's been nothing in the news really apart from Corona. Wow. Well, let's see here. Um, what's been going on in the news? Well, we got a new president. We know that. We knew that. Which probably. is a beautiful thing. I, I'm going to say as an American, it just feels like the world is, America is now no more on edge. I felt like a whole lot of anxiety towards the end of um, our last president. I didn't even going to say his name. Our last president's. Uh, rain for four years. I just had a lot of anxiety, a lot of nervousness. And since he's been in office, I ain't even been a hundred days yet, but like he's really turned things around. Our past president liked it to tweet everything and, you know, and cause a whole bunch of ruckus social media. This man is doing it professionally. We actually have a press secretary. She comes out, they ask her questions, she answers them. I was just like, you know what? I kind of miss boring politics. Wow. It's boring and refreshing. Like the lady was just like, you know, she came out and she was really nice. And she said, hey, this is what president's got going on this week. And this is what he's focusing on. I'm like, wait a minute. Did he just send his press secretary out there? Yeah, yeah. That was very refreshing that, you know, we didn't have to hear everything on social media. It was like, yo, you got a job going out there and do that. And do well, to right. be to be fair, when we've seen them, the president or the vice president in the news, they seem to be signing a lot of stuff. Oh, yes. What they're doing, they're signing executive orders. And an executive order is like most presidents do it. What happens is when they come into office, say our past presidents had some laws in place. And what they can do is when they come in, they can like immediately 
change, like resend those laws. Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna give you one. I think there's a one where um, he talked about the, the past president didn't wanna have a racial uh, equality. Like, you know, we used to have like uh, classes and businesses where you talk about different races, guess what? Our future president resent all that. He got back into the climate change, the Paris climate doohickey. He signed that. He resent all that stuff. So it's a lot of what it, he's trying to undo a lot of the stuff that America was built on, like building better relations with our allies and stuff like that. I mean, there's some stuff he's leaving on the table, but a lot of stuff he got rid of. And like, I think he did over like 15 or 50 executive orders in like two, three days. I was just like, Can he's eat. doing a lot of signing to redo um, just to uh, uh, undo a lot of the stuff that our past president gave up on or didn't want to join anymore and stuff like that. And if you want to build good allies, you got to get in the mix with some of them. So he resent he resented a lot of our past president's orders. That's no, good. Yeah, so I mean they getting busy, which is refreshing that you know our president ain't on TV every day, well, and it's refreshing. It's very refreshing. I like welcome back boring politics. All right, well, let's get back to serious Sunday. It's serious Sunday. And he is very serious. So, today we have a guest. Yes, we do. His name is Mason. He's a mm. mindset life coach, and he is now also a corona survivor. So, mm. we've got a few questions to ask him. In fact, we've got lots, so I'm going to let him in the room. Yes. Welcome. Welcome him in. Welcome him in. There he is. Hi, hey, man. Hey, man. What's up, Mason? Yeah, nice right, to meet How is it going, guys? We, it's going great. We are good. I was just trying to give you a little bit of like um, an, an introduction and build you up there. But I mean... Oh, I don't say the bar too high. Well, you can let us... You can tell everybody who you are and what you do before we get into the whole questioning. Do you know what? I should have asked you for a brief so I knew what I was getting myself into. Oh, you see? oh yeah. See, we shoot from the hip here, buddy. No, nah, it's better <laughs> that way. Here. We're gonna get we're gonna get authentic me. You know? Yeah, that's what we want. So what was the question again? We just want you to tell everyone who you are and what you do. So I'm Mason, I'm mindset Mason, and I I just try and spread the word of positive positivity. That's what I'm mm -hmm. about. I'm a coach by trade work with one-to-ones, work with corporates, but try and focus towards working with men predominantly because I know that it was something that I would have valued when I was going up, um, having somebody to give me permission to talk about, can I swear? Yeah. Yes. Talk about all the bullshit that I was going through. <laughs> I had the uh, permission to do it back in the day. So I'm just trying to just be a guy with my background who is is open enough to share the, the tough times that I've been through and try to, and I just work with my brothers for them to realize that it's fine for them to talk about stuff too as well, because that's the only way that you can find solutions. That's and this is up. what I like, this is what I like about you. You're a bit like me, you know, and I suppose Rich, like we just tell it as it is. There's no mincing of our words. Um, and I always say on this show, oh, my God, that's going to get me in trouble. But it's just my opinion. You know, like when yeah, we yeah. ask when we ask you questions today, it's just going to be your opinion, your experience, you know. Yeah. Um, but we asked you here because added to your CV is now a Corona survivor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I did have the famous flu. But the first question is, are you OK now? I'm more than OK. OK. Like exercising. I'm yeah, I'm fine. Okay. So did you did you know, did you know straight away that you had it or was it like no, I was working you just like day, telling people I think I've got the flu. It feels like the old school normal flu, but I think I'm just feeling just a bit run down. And um, and my partner she got it the day before for a day, but then it went. 
So I was, I was, I felt it for like a week. So I first felt it on the Sunday evening. I started to get a bit achy. Monday, I got up, work as normal, clapped on doing the normal things that I do. I mean, I was speaking to people, I goes, yeah, I feel a bit rough, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. And then a friend of mine said, it might be COVID. I was like, get out of here. Of course it's not. And then um, he goes, speak to other mate of mine because he's, he works in the hospital and he's got tests. So I was like, okay, what's the harm? Got the tests. And um, yeah, me and my partner were both positive. What made you so, think that you didn't have it though? Because obviously you, I saw your Instagram story and you were like, I, I don't feel well. It's just a normal flu. What made you think it wasn't that? Because I could still smell. Okay. I could still taste. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't coughing. Just the normal, the normal like well-known symptoms. I yeah, didn't yeah. have. No, so, um, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, so towards the end of it, it it's weird. <laughs> the mind's a powerful thing because as soon as I found out it was COVID, lo and behold. <coughs> oh, you felt cough. better? Yeah, no, then I started to cough. Cough, he started you know? coughing. And then I started to feel like wheezy on my chest. I was thinking, oh, this is like a Do you think that was a subconscious thing oh, then? for sure, for sure. Because think about it, right? If nobody had, had ever heard of COVID, we would have just got ill, got better, and carried on. Mm-hmm. But because we do know about it, and it is such a big thing, like consuming all our lives, it has much more of an impact than what it would have been if we hadn't even heard of it. We'd have just thought we felt rough. Yeah. You know? It might be, like, for me anyway, because obviously I'm healthy enough not to be um, considered as one of the vulnerable. Mm-hmm. severe oh. ones yeah 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 so is that why you think you didn't have it as severely as some people because you are quite health conscious you know yeah but also i think um a lot of the mental part is is has a big part to play in it you know okay. like even the people that have been ill with it i don't feel that it would have impacted them as much if they hadn't known that there was this big pandemic going around. Mm. I feel that's just made us feel even worse. Like, so when you start to believe something, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you feel like I'm really ill, I'm really ill, lo and behold, you will be really ill. So I think the mind is a powerful thing. And um, I feel that if you want to allow yourself to Look, I, I do believe in it. I will go and say I do believe that it's a virus. I've got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that um, I know that if you are a heavy smoke and everything else, yeah, it might really cause you some damage. Yeah, yeah. But on the same side of the other coin, um, on the other side of the same coin, I do think that it's still been blown out of proportion. Because yeah. when it first started, March... 2020 you did a live on instagram and Mm. i came on as a guest because we were talking about would you wear a mask Mm. and you said at the time i said as well um that we didn't want to wear a mask now i'm not gonna lie i do wear before anybody shoots me i do wear a mask when i go in the shop Mm. um that's that's only only way i go in the shop um but you said at that point you wouldn't wear a mask Mm. and you didn't obviously and then you got covid so has that changed your mind about wearing a mask not at all not at all. Look, I am, even the beginning, I was thinking, I always thought there was some kind of virus. Mm-hmm. So I'm not about to go and invade someone's private space. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to keep my distance. That would be the case. That would be for me to respect them and, and vice versa. That's mm-hmm. normal. Am I going to wear a mask? No, because I thought it adds to the fear. And I've got reason to believe that the mask can do more harm than good. Now, that's my prerogative. If there's other people that want to wear masks, I am not going to shoot you down for it. but my my question is the mask really isn't for us it's for the other person Mm -hmm. so why do you think it's it's more harmful than good because one because one you're breathing in your own co2 that's Mm -hmm. scientifically proven but even beyond that even beyond the science and protecting other people if you think about it from a really basic understanding of it i've got my hands out I'm in a supermarket, I've got a mask, I am touching things, putting it back, leaving the trail. The mask really isn't going to do any, any favours. 
Now, if you're keeping a distance, if they say they say that keeping two meters distance is enough when you're outside or when movies in pubs and restaurants, why has the rules changed? You know, mm. the mask for me, I think, uh, beyond the health part, I do not think me wearing a mask will be protecting somebody else. I don't think that. I mean, I don't understand why they had the, the stickler in the first place that you only had to wear a mask in a shop, you know, like everywhere else is fine, only a shop. You know, I could go into a restaurant, I walk past somebody within two meters because you have to walk past them sitting at their table. You know, they're sat at their table. They've been seated. They don't have a mask on. I'm walking past them. So what's to say I'm not going to give it to them? So that was the bit I d just don't understand, you know. And you know, I think a lot of it is just down to, uh, how can I say this? I, I just, um, when things don't make sense, there's usually a good reason for it. We try to overcomplicate things to understand why we should or shouldn't do something. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it from a basic standpoint level, it, does, it doesn't make sense. Like since everybody's been wearing masks, it's had no impact on the numbers it's still going up, 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 up. Mm -hmm. Therefore, this mask wearing isn't working. Change your strategy, change the tactic. I remember when it first came about, I go, but if this isn't real, we should just all stay at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would be the most simple thing to do. Nobody go out. Yeah. Everybody can get on board with that. Everybody can say, okay, look, this is for the collective to look after each other. It's gonna be shitty, shit for a while, but let's, get, get, let's do this. But because they say, no, no, go out, but it's fine to go out of a mask, this, that. And then you get all the conspiracies coming in. Okay, mm -hmm. so if this was real, wouldn't they make everybody stay in? Mm. Of course, if mm. there was a deadly virus, would it not make sense just to keep everyone inside? Don't you think because that the first the lockdown, sorry yeah. to interrupt, don't you think the first lockdown, though, mm. was more... Not, I don't know if effective is the right word, but don't you think people adhered to it more than they're doing this time around? I would say, yeah, for sure. For sure, because it was still new. It was still new and frightening. But now, because the things aren't coming up, especially in the UK, we've got the highest toll of death rates, apparently, which is absolutely bonkers, because you do see 99% of people wearing masks. I don't go out. I don't go near anybody. Right, but when I do, I see people wearing masks the whole time. So I'm thinking, what is happening? It mm. makes no sense. New variant, shutting down businesses, stay in your home, go outside, go to school, come back. People are just pissed off. Yeah. You know, so people are like, you know what? I will take the risk. Mm -hmm. I am not staying in my house. If I catch it, I catch it. Okay, so all right, so when you got it right mm. and you said, oh, I think it's a flu, mm. then your doctor friend gave you a test. You find out you got COVID. Mm. Did you call your friends that you was hanging with and say, hey, man, you're yeah, right. No, 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 no. Actually, one of the reasons why I got it, sorry, uh, story. A guy who I met at New Year's, he messaged me saying that he's positive. And I was thinking, oh, that's what made me, I forgot that. Okay. Video. I like, that's what made me actually get the test. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have got it. Mm -hmm. you know? And... Had it been the other way around, yeah, I would, that would have been my social responsibility to go to everybody who I met. Mm. And um, but he was the only person, him and a couple of other friends at his house at New Year. Oh, okay. That I was around. Mm. But he called me, so then obviously he's he's called everyone else. But mm. in saying that, it was only him, me, and my girlfriend that got it. Everyone else has at the house, no one got it. Which again adds to this whole curiosity about how contagious this thing actually is, because there was a lot of hugging and being close to each other and messing around. Mm -hmm. Then you think, what the hell? Do you how? think it's down to each individual person's um, immune system? Well, if it is, if it is, then how are you ever going to contain this thing? If that is the case, then mm -hmm. how are you ever going to contain it? It's a bit like when they say about the vaccine, like everyone keeps saying, are you going to have it? You're going to have it. No, I don't require to have it, you know, for a number of reasons. One being that 
other countries have been shut down and opened up and back to normal without a vaccine, yet we're being told you're going to be on lockdown until you have a vaccine. Or mm. there was an advert the other day where a company was saying no jab, no job. So basically you can't work there unless you've had the vaccine, you know, which <laughs> I think is bizarre. Why is the UK being forced to have a vaccine yet nobody else has, you know? Mm. Um, would you have the vaccine? I know what your answer is going to be. Yeah, look, no, no. If, for example, I saw people dropping down dead, like, for example, if you turn the news off mm-hmm. and people won't wear their masks, I don't think we would know. You know okay. I don't think we'd have any clue. And now there's a new variant, so they've spent a year putting together a vaccine for one variant, but now there's a new variant, then what's going to happen? There's a, there's apparently two new ones, isn't there now? Haven't we got three different so variants? So it's like, yeah. I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't. So that vaccine's the first one. The oh, exactly, and also... You know, here you have a well, I don't, but people have a flu jab every year. Mm. They're saying COVID is a, is a type of flu, so we're going to have to have a COVID jab every year as well as a flu jab every year. You know, do you know what? Like, I kind of wish it was as it's been reported. Life would be so much easier if you could read the news and you could believe what was said, and this was what was happening. Mm-hmm. But when you've got hundreds of thousands of reputable scientists, doctors, everything else saying the vaccine's dangerous. We need to just allow things to go back to normal. There's too many opposing um, narratives for you just to accept either one and just say, okay, this is gospel. This is what I believe. Where I am, I'm kind of messing around in the middle. I think some of the conspiracy theories out there are absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. crazy and I'm not even <laughs> going to entertain it but on the other side of the same coin I think that the actions of the government and all these other people I think they have a, an agenda so mm. that's why I just try to go with what I feel because if I think too much about it it's just going to drive me insane yeah. so I if, I feel, if I say okay what do I feel I go I feel that if I keep my distance from everyone try and keep myself sane look after the people that I love then I'm going to get through this. If I start really thinking about, is there an agenda trying to control everybody? Or what's going to happen if this, that, and the other happens, then I'm just going to be part of it. And I choose not to add to that, I don't know, that collective energy of fear. Well, I found something out last week and I was going to read it on the show, but I knew we were talking about this today, so I kept it. Because Ooh. actually on the government website, right, they had a Q&A, obviously mm. for people who had questions about vaccines, so I'm just going to read it to you, okay? Lovely. It says, number one, if I get vaccinated, can I stop wearing a mask? Mm. Answer, no. Two, can, will they reopen restaurants and get back to normal if we all have the vaccine? No. Uh, will I be resistant from COVID? Maybe we're not um, completely sure. Um, it probably won't stop you from getting it. Number four, at least I won't be too contagious to others. Answer, no, you'll still be able to pass it on. Five, if we vaccinate all children, will the schools be able to open and resume? No. If I am vaccinated, can I stop social distancing? No. If I'm vaccinated, can I stop um, disinfecting my hands? No. Will cinemas, theatres, stadiums, nightclubs be reopened if everyone gets vaccinated? No. Um, will the vaccina- uh, Will everybody that's been vaccinated be able to gather together then? No. What are the real benefits of the vaccination? The virus won't kill you. Number 11. Are you sure it won't kill me? Answer, no. <laughs> 12. Huh? Yeah, that's, 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 that's almost comical. Exactly, 12. Yeah. If statistically the virus didn't kill me anyway, why would I need to get the vaccination to protect others? Well, so see, basically, I, I, on the government, sorry to interrupt you, Rich, on the government website, hmm. Q&A, they've basically said no. No, you won't be able to do anything differently. No, it won't stop you getting it. No, it won't protect everyone else. Hmm. So just by reading that alone, why would you want to get it? Yeah. I mean, but like, that's like one Q&A though, right? See, my thing, my theory is like, I'm not just going to base that off of one Q&A. That could be like, they could be biased straight from the gate. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's like, that's like all of us sitting there and we're just putting in our opinions. I don't know if that's verified or not, but also to, to speak to your point, I had a doctor friend 
that when I was coming up in the military and you know what he said and I, and I honestly believe this, he says, and he's a doctor. He says, most illnesses are 5% the illness and 95% mental. Wow. 5% of the illness is actually like 5% of it is actually the illness, yeah. but 95% of it is mental. So that means like he said earlier, and, and, and this goes for, uh, addicts you know what i mean if if i had never known that i was a drug addict i would have never known if anybody would have told me mm. you see what i'm saying yeah. or if i drank too much and someone came up to me and goes hey man you drink too much man you could be an alcoholic mm. i wouldn't be an alcoholic if no one ever said hey yeah. you're an alcoholic you dig what i'm saying i think yeah i believe i i, I kind of go with both both situations. Now, me personally, I'm gonna take the vaccine mm. because, for the simple fact of the matter is, me being in the military, my my shot records are through the roof anyway. Mm. And my theory was, I just didn't want to be like the first like hundred people to get it. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean? like I know. I, I'm being honest. I didn't want to be like that first. Like I rather now that I see that a bunch of people done took it, and I've had some good stories and I've had some bad stories. But then again, is it due to people's makeup? You know what I mean? And then on top of that, it's almost like, I feel like COVID is almost like AIDS when it first came out. You know what I mean? So Yo, I AIDS came out and everybody was dropping off like flies. Mm. <laughs> you don't hear nothing about AIDS now. Mm. You know what I mean? But they never shut down the economy. Sorry to cut you. They never shut down the economy. They never said people can't stay outside. Apparently, this is AIDS you had to catch after transmitting blood. This is supposed to be in the air. You know what what I mean? What I don't get is they totally they've i feel like they haven't been honest from the beginning and you know like they keep saying the death toll is going up i actually watched um a live stream with a nurse the other day and someone said why are they where are they getting their figures from she said basically if she was to go out and get run over by a bus she's died because she's got run over by a bus right that's her first death but on the death certificate, apparently there's a first and a second death. So the first one is she's got run over by a bus. If she then tests positive within 28 days after she's died, then they put that as a secondary death and count that as a figure, which I think is wrong. They should have, this person died of COVID, this person tested positive. You know, they shouldn't, just because you tested positive, you didn't die from it. I don't get why they're adding that to the figures. But see, that's the same. That's the same thing where I was saying about the AIDS, the AIDS uh, epidemic. The AIDS wasn't the thing that was killing people. The AIDS was killing people's immune system. So, say if you had a cold, your immune system is not fighting that cold, so you actually die of pneumonia. You see what I'm saying? So. It wasn't that the AIDS that killed you. It was actually the pneumonia. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like with the people that are dying, first of all, to me, it makes no sense to keep talking about the death toll because the death toll is not going to go down. It's always going to go up. No one's, people are going to die every day. So talking about the death toll, all that doing is, like he said earlier, striking fear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, what you need to talk about is how many people are not getting affected. If you talk about the death toll every day, of course people are going to get scared because guess what? The death toll is never going to go back down. Like it, the death toll could be a hundred. It's just going to stay at a hundred or it's just going to go up. You're not going to get a death toll that says, oh, it was a hundred today. Tomorrow it's 50. Don't work that way. But you're, I, th I think you're 100% right. And I think that this is why you've got many people who sit on my side of the fence in that we're not going anywhere near the vaccine. We don't trust the government because that is a prime example. The people in power know that they could change the trajectory that this thing's going. For example, we're told, stay at home, wear masks, don't see your friends. They don't say anything like increase your vitamin D, mm -hmm. look after your immune system giving us tips to make ourselves healthy. None of that's important. 
They don't tell people to cut down smoking, cut down drinking, and all these other things that are detrimental to your immune system. They don't say anything of that. So when they're trying to make out as if they care for our welfare by saying, stay, stay at home because it saves lives, wear masks, that is untrue. They're not being authentic, they're not being real. And I think that's what's causing such of the distrust that most people have with this whole thing that's going on. You know, because again, statistically, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And when you do start to, to look at this kind of, hold on, the conspiracy theories, you can take you can take some of it from it and think, you know what, it kind of makes sense. I hope that's not true, but it kind of makes sense what these guys are saying. And Have you heard the one that it's man-made? Do you believe yeah. in that conspiracy theory? Well, well even, they, even, I'm not even sure if that's a theory or not, is it? Wasn't, didn't that come out of, I don't know if it came out of, I don't think it came from bats or anything like that. I think that's no. the bullshit. But yeah, I've heard it. They said it came out of a, out of a laboratory. Mm. Yeah. I feel as though it was man-made. And I think what happened was, because conspiracy, they say that the person who let it go is now dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah doesn't surprise me and this, like, is, this you know. is the thing i said weeks ago when we talked about because let's be honest this has been the topic of conversation for months for most people i said i'd heard the theory whoever i don't want the vaccine because whoever made the virus made the vaccine right mm-hmm. it's a money-making thing he laughed at me you know i was like did you just say that and i'm like well yeah because and now they're saying well actually it was man-made so surely that's that theory you know, to build on um, Rich's point about the AIDS and everything, they still don't have a cure. They, they, they know how to keep it at bay or whatnot. Um, cancer, no cure. Common cold, no cure. All mm. these things that kill thousands, millions of people every single day, no cure. They've got this vaccine that they've managed to put together in one year mm-hmm. that they want everybody to put into their bodies. The, Companies that have made the vaccine have said, if anything happened, we are not liable for any side effects. Yet people want to take it. And I understand that. I think that everybody, most people are inherently good. And their actions are out of either love or out of fear. Love for others, love for humanity, or fear of what's going on. And I fear that this is being used against us. You know, this is being used. People aren't taking the vaccine to do any harm to anyone. But if they think about it from a different perspective, they think, hold on, this may be harming me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm taking it to help others. But without, it's quite selfless. But what's it going to do to me? You know, I've got a four-year-old daughter. I don't want to take a vaccine. I want other kids. I don't know if it's going to make me infertile, which is one of the things. Funny you should say that. A nurse on, um, I seem to know somebody of everybody, but there was a nurse (laughs) I know, and she left a statement on Facebook, (laughs) on her Facebook the other day saying, I'm frontline staff, I'm having my vaccine later. Somebody, you know me, I'm straight in there for the comments, that's all I'm there for. And somebody (laughs) commented underneath saying, um, you know, are you sure, you know, you want it? And she was like, well, yeah, they're pushing us to have it because we're frontline staff, blah, blah, blah. This person then commented, I don't think I'm going to have it because I've been told that it will affect your fertility and I haven't had any children yet. The nurse replied underneath, yes, that's correct. Wow. And it so, was um, then... Another thing that, that that really kind of shocked me is that my friend who gave me the, from the Roxton Hospital, who gave me the test. Yeah. He said, I got the vaccine. And he kind of half believes what I'm talking about because why did you get it? He goes, well, they're kind of pushing us. They said they've got a quota to me, so we had to take it. And this is no word of a lie. So I'm thinking, hold on. And he's a young man, do you know what I mean? He's healthy, he's, he's, only, he's only 40 years old. And they're pushing him to take it. You're not vulnerable, I mean, you, you don't need to take mm-hmm. it. And he, they said, oh, we've got a quota to me. Can you take it? So he's doing to take a favor. So they make out that everybody's chewing up to take this vaccine. I think it's the opposite. I think everybody's starting to be a bit suspect and standing away from it because, well, you would do. I would be very um, suspicious of, will you take this because we've got a quota? My answer would be no. If you're not going to say to me, or oh, can you take this because you're a frontline member and you're un- under high risk of getting it yourself, we're looking to protect mm. our staff. Mm. 
maybe you might consider it, but to say, can you take this because we've got a quota? My answer would most definitely would be, like, be no. Hell no. Exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah there's just, there's just I um, because you are. Yeah. But I'm I'm just give you a scenario right here. When the pandemic hit here in the states, the world was shut down. I went to work every day. I still been going to work. I ain't been sick. I even got the test done, came back negative, and I'm still going to work like there ain't no pandemic. I ain't had one day off. I wish I could be like, <laughs> I wish I could stay home for a couple of months, but I ain't get none of that. And my thing is, it should be, the vaccine to me should be given to people who has had it or has, you know what I mean? Like people that are in the hospital right now with COVID, they should get the vaccine. Yeah. Mm. I think the people who like get tested and say, hey, they're positive, they should get the vaccine. I think if you if, if you know yourself and you go, hey man, I'm not sick. I wouldn't even have got the test to be honest. I was just being safety conscious because my sister had got COVID. And then everybody else told me all these people that got it. I was like, well, I've been, I hang with them. You know what I mean? So I took it just for as a safety precaution, but I knew I wasn't sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my thing is when it comes to that vaccine, I feel like it should be the, the people who really need it is the ones that sit in the hospital on ventilators to be. But and that's the people, who gets it, the people who get it, like say you get tested and they say, hey man, you got it. Guess what? You get the vaccine because you have it. We know you got it. Why would you give me a vaccine? And what if I never get it? So I got this juice just flowing through my veins for the rest of my life. And then on top of that, so many different companies are coming out with different shots now. It's, it's like, okay, Pfizer, it's two shots. Madeira, it's two shots. Johnson and Johnson just jumped into the bed and it's one shot. So I'm like, yo. But it's like that normal flu jab that they have every year. I don't have the flu jab and I don't think I've ever had flu once in my life. Maybe I've had it once if that. So why would I get the flu jab every year? Watch this. Since you, you read up on some stuff, I'm going to give you a little bit of econ economy facts. Check this out. Remember how you just said, because I pay attention to the rich get richer uh -huh. or getting poor, right? Economics, white Americans wealth hits record high on pandemic stock surge. It also reads down, share of wealth held by black people in the U.S. fell to 3.8%. White households own about 90% of equity and mutual funds. Mm -hmm. So just think about that. If, if I'm renting and a person owns house, got stocks, got mutual funds, they're educated on how to save money, I'm renting and now I can't go to work. I can't pay my bills. Mm -hmm. And while I'm struggling, they're over here, they got mutual funds, equity, all of this, they're getting paid. So do you not think, do you think, um, do you think the narrative what we're being told around most of the Western world is accurate? No. Because you've got to think, right, another thing about, and I asked that because you said you would get uh, the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the recommendation is for those that test positive? Stay home for 10 days. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> You said so you think you think they should just sweat it out. That's that's the that's, that's the medical, that is what they advise. Actually, that's what they told me. They have for 10 days. So I wish I had the paper here because yeah. what happens is when you get the when they thick, stick that thing up in your nose, mm -hmm. they get the little swab, mm -hmm. they give you like because HIPAA regulations, they give you this paper and it tells you. If you have it, if you think you have it, it's 10 days. If you think you have it and have symptoms, it's 14 days. What's four more days more? I, I don't get that part. If I got it, I got to stay home four more days. 
I don't know. There's a lot of things, but um, obviously I'm conscious of your time, Mason, but I've got a couple more questions, oh, you know, okay, and if it's like a, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the questions is obviously you had it. What, how would you, would you feel differently or how would you have felt if you had come into contact with somebody, passed it on to them and they were actually really seriously ill? Would that have changed your mind about the vaccine or anything or wearing a mask? Not about the vaccine, I would still, because I believe what I believe, regardless of what happens, mm-hmm. I would feel awful if that happened. Um, and it would have had to have happened completely without my uh, knowledge. I'd have yeah. to be feeling fine 100% to even see somebody if I felt a little bit ill while this was going in. Of course, I'm not even going to bother to see anybody. I'd keep my distance. But no, no, I wouldn't. Not even if I gave it to my mum. I, I find so far the most interesting point is that there were lo- there was a few people at that gathering and only three of you caught it, even though you were all in the same room in the same vicinity. You know, it just, that that proves a big point. Rich is going to jump in with another question now. <laughs> because there's a lot of people that are asymptomatic. Okay, so that means they're walking around feeling 100% but still have COVID. So your thought, you said even with your mother. So so you're telling me your thought process wouldn't change about wearing a mask, even if your mother got sick and unfortunately, God forbid, she passed away from it. Would it change your mind anyway? My mom is more suspicious about this than I am. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical. um, No, because the World World Health, the WHO, stated that asymptomatic people can't transmit and then they try to change it. So no, that's the reason why, you know, oh, this is coming okay. from the people that are putting out this whole thing and say, if you're asymptomatic, you're not going to transmit. Mm-hmm. So it's, there is way too many contradicting um, messages put out there for me just to go by the one. Okay. So the media have always been a bit, what's the word, skeptical about mm-hmm. what they put out, right? For obvious reason. Years and years I've known I've just fucked up bullshit, right? <laughs> so why now would I decide to believe what they're telling me? Why now when my logical, even when I try and look at it from a really basic level, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really wouldn't make sense for me to actually start to believe now. That would but be- it's, it's weird when you have a conversation with someone who is, wear a mask don't go out like really stringent because they've been sucked in for a fear factor or whatever you know like i talk about if i read those 10 questions and say they come from the national government website right oh how can you think like that why are you saying that you're crazy you don't think the vaccine exists i never said i didn't think covid exists i think it does exist but I definitely think a lot of people have been scaremongered you know like even earlier i was on a video call with one of my best friends he was on a walk right around in the area he's allowed going on his one hour exercise and he literally stood in the middle of the road and said what am I going to do I said what do you mean there are three groups of people coming towards me one in the middle of the road road." he turned the camera around he's like look what am I supposed to do and I was like carry on walking and he was like but they're right there and I said okay stand in the middle of the road then and stand still and let them walk around you otherwise you know Mm. what what just I don't understand why people just aren't using their common sense it's worrying. I think um, I think the emotional and mental damage that this is going to have post this is going to have far um, larger negative impacts than, than the virus itself. Mm-hmm. It's when you're walking down the street and you see people literally jump across the road, and especially if it's like little kids and stuff. It's, yeah. It, it's worrying because it is really causing a disconnect between humans and we thrive of being around each other. And mm-hmm. it's like that, it's that divide and conquer. It's happening right before us. And mm-hmm. it is really sad. All things aside, when I hear people talking about the mask and the vaccine and they're taking it as gospel, at first it used to frustrate me because I was like, can't they see it? Now I feel for them because if they are really buying into this, it is some scary, scary shit. Mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. that I don't. I'm glad that I do have my opinions, but I really do feel for those that are being sucked in. I've got clients that I work with and they, that's all they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
And I got, I have to honour what they want to talk about. You know, I need to just try and alleviate some of it in the best way that I can. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's sad more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. One agree. last question. When or how or where do you see this ending? You know what? I don't look ahead. I have no idea. I am an optimist. I believe that the universe or God, whatever it is, I think it's good. And I feel that this isn't going to last. I feel that if this is an agenda, which I do feel is an agenda, I think it can't win. I don't think it can win. I think that everything happens as it's supposed to. I think that the vine is working its magic right now. And sometimes we need to go through this shit to come out the other side. And um, yeah, so... I really don't try and think where this is going to be. But I, I'm confident in that wherever it ends up is where it's mm. supposed to end up. And I think that place is going to be somewhere good. And it needs to be soon because I need to be somewhere good, i.e. on holiday. I know, man. <laughs> i.e. we all but But guess what? I just got one more question, Doc. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I heard you was, I heard you was a MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> think, what do you think about Conor McGregor getting knocked out last night? Oh, crazy. I thought he was going to win, to be fair. But Two minutes was, into the I, second round, got put to sleep. I thought he was going to win, but I wasn't 100% confident, you know, because I know. He, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a big Conor McGregor fan. And I just think, like, once he started losing, and this is with my boxing, too. If you've never lost, and once you start hitting the mat, and you've never felt that feeling, I, I think certain people just can't come back from it. Is that and a mindset thing then again, do you think? It will be, yeah. Yeah, because like Roy Jones did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Undefeated, hit the mat. That's all he saw for the rest of his career. <laughs> but like, and that's how I feel Connor is, yo. Like this will either make him or break him. Like if he comes back for a trilogy and fights probably again and he wins, then he's going to be... But he's taking it really well. You have to give him that. Oh, good sportsmanship. I did see him hobbling out earlier in his suit after he shook Matey's hand. He was oh, really that's one thing I gotta give it to me. I gotta give it to McGregor. He is um he's a master of shit talking. Yeah. But if he loses, he's good sport, he's a good sport Mason. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mason. Well, Mason, thank you so much for your time. I'm gonna put mindset, Mason. <laughs> you did your thing, boy. I'm going to put all the links where people can follow you um, and interact with you under the under the show. Thank you so, so much, much, man. We appreciate time. it, man. Anytime, look, invite me on for some other conversations. This is we definitely good. will. <laughs> yeah, man. This was good, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, sir. Good rest of your conversation. 5%, 5% the illness, 95% <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm going to be telling people that as well. I'm going to Google it first and I'm going to start to... <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Richard said it first. Don't worry. So if anyone's getting in trouble, it's going to be him. <laughs> oh, thank you. Guys, right, take care. All right, man. Thank right. you, buddy. Oh. Man, that was good. Wasn't it? <laughs> Love Mason. Mason kept it 100, people. He always does. And to be fair... Mindset Mason. I haven't known anybody else that's got well, apart from I've known a couple of people that have tested positive, but you know, that not necessarily have actually had it. So that was one of the reasons that we wanted to invite him on. A, because he's actually had it and he's come out the other side, but B, because he would just tell you it as it is, you know, mm-hmm. not mincing just his like words. How we do. <laughs> oh. Right, now. Over to you. We're going to end this show with just a little bit of tidbit. Today would be 12 years that my twin brother passed away. So before we end it, I just want to give him a nice little toast here. Hey, I know you're watching my back from the man upstairs. He giving you the, he giving you the shot callers, man. Love you, twin. You. Love you, man. And I know like, that he's... You would have liked this, too. <laughs> Is it a good one? Mm-hmm. Is that the one that got sent across the pond? Yupper. Yupper. Oh, I can't imagine what it's like for you, um, Rich. You know, like... Uh, 
All I can say is it's a process and it's never going to go away. But I think the, um, the older I get, um, the more I mature and grow as a, as a human being, not just a man itself, but as a human being, it starts to get a little, little bit by bit easier. Do you think, because we've both had, I would say we've both had in different ways, a significant loss in our life. You, your twin, Mm -hmm. me, a child. And, when they say time is a great healer, I totally do not believe that at all. I believe I over time you learn to deal with it. I don't believe time is a great healer at all. Yeah. And I like I, I explained to certain people, it's not like um, losing an older brother or a mother or a dad. I mean, yeah, that loss is still painful. But when you share damn near every waking moment till you become adults and then reconnect and then still spend like hours on the phone and see each other every day to them not being there anymore it's something to get used to and the thing is and you don't and you don't ever get used to it the thing is that really like plucked at my heartstrings was you're left-handed and you said he was right-handed so you always say well I've lost my right hand and I'm like oh my god Mm -hmm. you like literally have you know yeah and I always say this two has now become one so it is what it is so I totally totally 10,000% believe that he is guiding you though and he's still with you oh without question because his favorite words like I would tell him something and he would go that's what's up (laughs) That's what's up, yo. That's what's up. Yeah. So um, back to another week of, you know, whatever happens, happens. I know. Will I be allowed to leave my house due to the virus or snow? Dun, dun, dun. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Will Rich actually make it a week through? Oh, dun, dun, dun. Tuesday, will we win our award? Da, da, da. You know, listen, on Tuesday, we're going to this award ceremony. It's, it's a virtual one. I'm going to try really hard and record it. Like, don't ask me how. I'm trying to sort the logistics out. But I'm going to try. Gonna, I know, oh, do what, sorry? We're just going to record when it comes to our section. Oh, obviously. obviously but. I don't care about anybody else's <laughs> I mean, I'm going to congratulate him, but like, we winning this. It's in the bag. You heard it here first, people. We won that already. We claimed we heard it, it here first. Anyway, the other thing is, maybe we could try and live stream it on um, Instagram. Yeah. Depends. This old technology, you know. There's only so many devices I've got to be able to do all this. I'm going to be on one for the getting the award. I'm going to be on another one with you. So, yeah, it's going down. Well, people, this is Self. This is Rich. And we are from across the pond. Keep it 100. All right, people, see you guys on Friday. See I'm you gonna so- see you on Tuesday. Oh, glad. Oh, yeah. Oh, see you Tuesday, Soph. See you Tuesday, Rich. <laughs>